Welcome to Catch the Fire Toronto's weekly sermon podcast. This message was recorded live at Catch the Fire Church in Toronto, Canada. We hope you enjoy it. This is Dr. Sasha. Hi, come on over here, Hi. Sasha. She is an amazing lady and had the opportunity to interview her a year and a half ago, maybe. Uh, she has become one of Canada's leading doctors for obesity. And what I love about Sasha is that she's not only caring for people's physical bodies, but she is helping to transform people's lives with kingdom principles. So let's back up, Sasha. How did you get into medicine? How did you get into this? Did God give you a dream? How did, how did that happen? Yeah, I think God put it in my heart to be a doctor when I was about 12. Uh, that was even before I got baptized at 14. Uh, so it was a pretty direct route. I kind of fast-tracked through all my schooling because this is what I was supposed to do. Um, I thought I was going to be a brain surgeon in Africa because that's what you're supposed to do if you want to be the best. Um, and that clearly wasn't what God called me to. So um, I finished my medical training in 2008 and I did an internal medicine residency, finished that in 2012, and I've been in practice since that time. And you are based in Oakville, Burlington? Uh, we're based in Mississauga, but um, I run a multidisciplinary weight management clinic that serves three provinces in Canada, and we're planning to go global. So everything that we do is now online, which has been amazing over the past year, actually. We've really been blessed through, through COVID. It's actually expanded our reach. Uh, we reach people in rural Newfoundland now who otherwise would never be able to access our care. So it's pretty cool. It's amazing. You've helped people in our congregation, uh, and I've heard some of those stories, and, and it's really, really good. Friends, somehow I was online, I don't know what night it was, a Tuesday or Wednesday, and in the live feed of some of my friends, it just says, you know, here are the people doing something live, and I clicked, and here's Sasha doing one of her Facebook uh, broadcasts, I guess, and talking to people, and Sasha, you were, you were preaching about identity issues. And you were doing all these kingdom things that the Bible talks about. And you weren't even focused on, on physical things. You were dealing with heart things. Mm -hmm. Why do you do that? Yeah, I mean, firstly, it's so neat that we can use the internet. I was reading Matthew 9 this morning, and it talks about Jesus went into all of the towns and all of the villages to teach. And I'm like, that's so cool, because now we don't, I don't have to travel. I just use social media platforms. Um, but so much of what I do is... Um, I, I treat obesity and I treat disordered eating behaviors. And um, a lot of that is actually rooted in shame and uh, uh, self-hatred. And, you know, part of the hallmark of binge eating disorder, for example, is actually that people suffer from so much shame. And so what we do is, you know, we bring people in for weight loss, but that's not what they need. They need um, knowing that they are lovable, that they are worthy, that they are loved. And so we do so much work in their mindset and in their heart to bring healing, not only to their physical bodies, to, but to their hearts and minds as well. And so I use my social media to kind of speak truth and speak life um, about what we do. Yeah. Sasha is married to a, a doctor who's a surgeon, and you have three little kids. So you're, you're a busy mom and a busy lady. How do you sort of get inspiration? How do you keep going? How do you get new ideas? How does that happen? Yeah, uh, yeah, we're, we're a busy household, <laughs> for sure. My husband's actually a gastroenterologist. Um, our kids are six, four, and two. Um, 
I'm, I, I think I'm always learning, but the thing is, I love what I do every day. Um, I just speak life to people and I see people's hearts and minds being healed. So I leave every day and I don't feel like I'm working. I, I come home every day and I'm like, I had the best day. Like people's lives are changed. My husband's always like, yeah, another great day for you, right? <laughs> like I never have a bad day. It's always your, so Your great, husband's so. doing colonoscopies and yeah. you're changing people's lives. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You've, uh, you have one of the ladies in our church who's an intercessor that is there for your business. Mm -hmm. What does she do? Yeah, so Betty Ann, I don't know if she's at this service, but um, Betty Ann, we hired her. She's a contract employee for the clinic, uh, and she's an intercessor for the clinic. So she prays for the clinic a certain number of hours each week and then gives me prophetic insights. Uh, and it, it's been amazing, actually. She and I pray once a month specifically for the clinic, the business, my staff, uh, if we have challenging patients. Um, and so we're kind of covering the clinic in prayer, which is amazing. I've seen so much blessing come out of that. She has given me a number of prophetic words about pioneering in my field, which is very much what I'm doing. Um, so it, it's it's been so cool to bring like kingdom into the medical world, into, into the business world as well. Last question. Uh, people who are watching in the room right now, what's your inspirational thought for them? Yes, absolutely. I really want to encourage everyone that um, sometimes people hear like, oh, a physician who's doing these things and like somehow that ex that disqualifies you because you're not an MD or you don't have like letters after your name. It's really not true. For what I have been called to, God needed me to do all of these credentials. He doesn't care about any of that. It doesn't gain me any points in the kingdom, but he needed me for my calling, for my sphere of influence to have those things. But for you, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't need any of those things things. It doesn't matter. All, all, it, all that matters is what you said earlier, Steve, is saying yes to God. And when we say yes to God, then the favor comes. So I want to encourage you with that. Perfect. Okay. Those of you that when, we, when we're watching that video and you're going, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be disruptive, like good disruptive, not, not evil disruptive, good disruptive. And that just really spoke to you. Can I get you to stand up? And Sasha, do you mind praying for everyone who stands? Cool. Those of you at home, you stand as well. We can't see you, but you can see us. Kingdom of God can see you. Yeah. Go ahead. Father, I thank you. I thank you for this opportunity, God. I thank you that we can gather corporately and lift up your name. And Lord, it is all about glorifying you. It is about glorifying Jesus in the earth. So let everything that we do, let all of our words bring glory to your name. And I want to just pray for every person in this room, everyone who stood up, that they would say yes. And Lord, I know that that takes boldness. That takes a lot of courage because we so often struggle with fear of man, fear of what are other people going to think? What are other people going to say? People are going to hate me. And so, God, I pray that our hearts would be so uh, firmly planted in Jesus that we would say yes, um, that we would face the criticism that comes, face the hatred that comes, but know that, God, we are reaching the people that we are supposed to reach. We are reaching our sphere of influence. I thank you for great wisdom. I thank you for great boldness. God, I pray, I pray for supernatural downloads of ideas and blueprints of new businesses and um, creative thinking. God, I thank you that we can tap into the ultimate resource. God, you know ways of doing things that we haven't even explored yet. And so I thank you for that, God. I pray that for each and every one in this room today, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Last thing, Sasha, your website. 
Yeah, so um, sashahighmd.com, you can find me there. That will direct you to all my social media platforms. I have a podcast called The High on Life Podcast. Uh, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube as well. sashahighmd.com. Perfect. Thank you, doctor. Can we thank Sasha? I am loving, I'm loving the stories, the interviews. I'm hoping that you realize that what we're trying to do is to inspire our church family in this season of like lockdown's been disruptive in terms of how we do church and how life takes place. And as Sasha said, because of lockdown, actually her influence has expanded right across Canada. And uh, she's got three clinics in, or clinics in three provinces now. So that's an amazing thing. If you have your Bible, Acts chapter two, we're gonna look at the very same passage that we've looked at the last two weeks. And if you don't have it memorized, it's gonna be on the screen in a moment. Two weeks ago, we talked about church is belonging. And then last week, it's church is sharing. And today's topic is church is serving. And so here's the passage, Acts chapter two, verse 42. Do you see these first words here? It says, they devoted themselves. Who is the they? Us, you, me. Go like this, I'm the they. Yep. So the, the very first church in Jerusalem, this is a summary about the people of the church, not the leaders, the people of the church. They devoted themselves. So what does that mean? That means they're all in. They're physically involved, they're emotionally involved, they're spiritually involved, they are committed to their local church. And here's what it says happened. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to fellowship, to the breaking of bread, to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together, had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued together in the temple courts. Let's just stop right there. Why don't you imagine 3,000 minimum people that became, became followers of Jesus, Pentecost Sunday, they form a brand new entity, which Jesus calls the church. Ecclesia is the Greek word. Called out people, unique people, gathered people. And this group meets at Nathan Phillips Square, downtown Toronto, every single day. That's church. Plus they have home meetings. Have you thought about the logistics of that. Are they having a worship time? Well, who's in the band? Are they setting up a sound system every single day at Nathan Phillips Square? Who's doing that? Are they having ushers? Are they having a security team? Are they having a prayer ministry team for all the ministry, the signs and wonders that are taking place? Who's doing, the, who's doing all the aftercare? It's about to say that people are gonna get saved daily. Who, who are those people that are helping those people become disciples? Is there, is there a program? Is there a course? Is there, is there people that are praying with them like we had today? What about the house to house? Because that's what it, it goes on to say this. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God, enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who are being saved. If you take just the first 3,000 people and put them into a small group, and let's say that there's 10 in a group. That means there was 300 either individuals or couples who were connect leaders. They can't facilitate unless there's people who have chosen, I'm going to get involved. This is my church. I'm going to be behind the scenes and facilitating all these different things. 
And so friends, that's today's talk, is behind all these amazing things that the church was doing are incredible people. So I don't know if you noticed, but we had a really good band today. I don't, have, I don't know if you've noticed, but they were completely different than last week's band. And often they're different from week to week. It's because we got a whole team, and I think it, I don't know exactly how many, but at one point there was 40 people who took turns on the stage. Did you notice that when Anderson was praying and we said, are there people that would like to connect with Jesus this morning? And we had people go over here. Did you notice that there was a team of people that were ready to minister, to serve? Did you notice that when the crowd got a little bigger, extra people joined? Did you notice that? It's because that group of people are devoted to everyone who's a part of this church. When this church is selling houses from time to time and caring for each other, who's, who's looking after the stewardship of all that, all that money that's, that's given, the sharing that's taking place? There's a financial team, there's ushers, there's offering buck, bucket holders and collectors. Friends, for this church in, in, the, in Jerusalem to be able to facilitate large meetings, you don't read about it, but behind everything is a large group of people that are serving each other. And that's our focus this morning. And we're going to get real practical in a minute. I got two quick little points for you. Number one, church, that's us, is enabling public meetings. And that's one of the things that we see in this passage, that the, the face of the church was these daily meetings that they were having in the temple courts, same as Nathan Phillips Square. And then the other thing that they had was these house-to-house -house meetings. But to be able to do a really good public meeting, like I don't, I'm sure you've realized that we've got like eight cameras. I loved when the baptism was on and the, the last guy was being baptized and I was just watching over here on the screen and it was like four different camera angles got him. That camera got him. Somewhere up here there's a camera and that camera got him and these cameras got him. And it's like most of those cameras have someone behind them. Don't know if you know, but there's three or four people that are up in the booth upstairs doing the switching, doing the directing, doing all those different kinds of things. There's people behind the scenes that are enabling those of you that are watching to be able to watch a live Holy Spirit meeting. That's a good thing. Those of us in the room, we benefited from people registering us this morning, people who cleaned every chair before you came in for this meeting. Every chair was cleaned, sanitized from the last meeting that we had. People are, are serving because they're devoted to catch the fire. Yep, and my challenge this morning is, those of you that aren't, I'd like you to, because we do need you. So we'll get to that. Second thing is spiritual connection. These people in this church in Jerusalem, the very first thing that it says is they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. That to me says to growing, to being discipled, to learning about God, personally making a commitment I'm going to grow, I'm going to mature, I'm going to become a full-out disciple of Jesus. And as I'm doing that, I'm going to be involved in connecting with people, that's the word fellowship. I'm going to be involved in, in the communion aspect. I'm going to take the, if I could say it, the, the special opportunities of like baptism and communion. I'm going to be fully engaged in these things. I understand the depth of these things. They were involved in prayer. That's what the church did. They were all in to everybody growing and then growing together because they, they would go to a meeting where largely, if I could say it, they were watching 
when they went downtown to Nathan Phillips Square. Not everyone's watching, but a whole bunch of people are watching. But when they got to their home groups, their connect groups, they're doing it all. They're coming ready to love on people, ready to serve other people, ready to be committed to the lives of other people. And I am just, friends, so, so grateful. We have about 400 people in our church that have a visible, tangible, serving role. We have prayer ministry team, and as we say week after week, most of the prayer team are not in the building anymore. They're at their homes ready for the online group, for those of you that are watching right now. We have a large prophetic team, aren't in the room. They did prophetic ministry this morning at 9 a.m. by appointment. We have a healing team that's ready to go, and in a few weeks, we're hoping to have them in the room praying for people. We have youth workers and kids workers, and I already talked about the, the um, worship team, and it's just an amazing group of people and church family, if this is your church, we would like you to not only feel that you belong, not only feel that it's your privilege and responsibility to be sharing in the finances, but also to be serving and to be giving your life for other people. Three practical things. Number one, find a place to serve. We're going to do that in just a moment. Number two, take ownership for the spiritual climate of our church. Don't come to meetings as a spectator and, and think, well, what are they going to do for me today? Don't do that. Come as you're driving. Holy Spirit, is there someone that I get to give a prophetic word to this morning? Is there someone that I can just buy their coffee for them this morning? If I'm browsing in the bookstore, uh, is there someone that I can just look and go, I, I think I could buy them a book this morning? Come prepared to give, to be involved in people's lives. We take ownership for the spiritual climate, and we're going to take responsibility to love our community, our streets. We're going to be the lighthouses, friends, in our city. Dr. Sasha is talking about in her clinic and all the different things that she's able to do to be able to affect individuals. She's a lighthouse. She's salt and light in her community, in her, um, with all her staff, the people that visit her. And that's what you and I get to do as well. Sandra and I live in a, in a cul-de-sac. There's, there's 10 total houses in our cul-de-sac. And we've had conversations with almost everybody. Almost everybody in our cul-de-sac knows that we're pastors, that we're followers of Jesus. And it's interesting that many of the times that we have a conversation, they begin by saying, thank you for praying. Thank you for doing these different kinds of things. And we become the pastors of our cul-de-sac. Yay. That's your job as well. Care for your city. Be a representative of Jesus. You are the they. Yep. All right, church, in the room, at home, if you've got our church app, open your phone, open your church app, and your church app, when you open it up, has something that has just been enabled this past week. You can see on the very first slide here that there's a section on the church app that says, join our team. Do you see that? I'd like you to click on that. If you're at home and you don't have our church app, go to our website and scroll down a little bit to a place that's called Connect, and you'll see the very same buttons. There's a button that says Volunteer. So when you click that button, you get to the second page, which is where Steve Long gets to put in my phone number, my gender, my birthday, etc. And then the third slide is all the, a number of the different opportunities that Steve Long can volunteer in. And I checked the three. I'm on three teams. I'm a volunteer, friends. I get paid to be a pastor, but I also volunteer. And so the three teams that I'm on is the outreach team, 
which this Saturday is going to be going to the Albion Arena. And we, uh, since maybe May, we've had an, uh, an outreach almost every single Saturday at a vaccination clinic. And as people get in line, we give out water, coffee, and granola bars. And then we've also started having Spirit Cafe, which is when people finish getting their vaccine, we say, if you've got five more minutes, can we give you a destiny word, which is code for a prophetic word? Can we do a peace treatment over you, which is basically help you to forgive? Can we, uh, what else do we do? Dream interpretation, do healing prayers. We do those kind of things and they sit down and they have ministry. And so the Spirit Cafe team this Saturday is gonna be ministering. Some of the School of Ministry students, you're gonna be helping us. I'm also on the greeter team. That's why you see me outside, hopefully being nice, shaking hands, well not shaking hands, bumping hands. So I'm on three teams, so you can check that. And then as you scroll down there, there's some legal things. And by the way, friends, I made a little mistake. If you see halfway down, it says, please select the statement that applies to you. And I checked two of them. I'm only supposed to check one. I said, I'm over 18. And then I said, I'm not over 18. So don't do two, just do one. So I'm in the over 18. And then at the very bottom of that is a submit. And if you go click, you can go click right now. If you go click, once you put your stuff in, it's going to give you a summary page and you're gonna get an email at the very same time to say, thank you very much, and the process is gonna to begin to be able to include you on one of those teams. Church family, I think we need 200 extra people to be serving to be able to do all the things that we would like to do well. Good news, up until this meeting began, 60 people had already hit click. So we just need 140 of you that are in the room or watching, and I meet my, my quota. Just like the police officers pulling over people for speeding, I, I don't know if they do that. I'm just saying I have a self-imposed quota today to be able to inspire 200 people to say, this is my church, I'm gonna serve in my church. I'd like everyone to stand with me, please. If you already are a person who's serving at Catch the Fire, can I get you to put your hand up real high, wave your hand. Friends, look around. That's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. About 400 from our church family actively serving. And friends, can I just say, when you choose to serve, Bible principles for those who serve kick in. Did you know that? People who don't serve have limitations on some of the blessings that God's able to give. But the Bible says that when you give, including giving your time, giving your heart, giving your skills, when you give, it's the Lord who pours back into your life. And can I say <laughs> a selfish thing to do would be to be a servant for other people because the Lord is the one who's gonna be blessing you. Amen? Let's pray together. Father, I want to thank you for today. Father, I thank you that one of our amazing ladies, Hyacinth, and then three of our kids from Kids Church publicly said we're followers of Jesus and chose to be baptized in front of family and friends. Father, I want to thank you that people this morning made a choice to push in to Jesus, to have Jesus as a part of their lives. Father, I want to thank you that as a, as a group together, we were able to push in for worship.
we were able to sense your presence and, and know that you're with us. Father, I want to thank you that behind the scenes today is a minimum of 50 people that did things behind the scenes to be able to enable us to join a meeting. And Father, I want to say thank you for each of these people who have devoted themselves to being servants for others, caring of others. And Father, I'm praying a selfish prayer, but Father, would you speak to other people even today to hit that button and says submit. And Holy Spirit, we want we want to be as a church a blessing to you. We want to be a kingdom church that reaches more and more people. And so, Daddy, we're asking for your blessing. Church, just put your hands out. We're going to switch to being filled with the Holy Spirit before we dismiss. Holy Spirit, would you come? And I just be quiet and just sense the Holy Spirit coming. As soon as I said that, I could feel the Holy Spirit all over my hands. My hands are tingling right now. Just feeling the closeness of God with me. And God, if you're for us, who can be against us? If you're with us, we can be as bold as lions. If we're filled with your spirit, we can be led by you. And Daddy, I want to echo what we had in the video and what Sasha said. We want to be a church that says yes to you. So Holy Spirit, we're saying yes again. What would you like to do in our lives this week? Who would you like us to minister to this week? Father, most of this week is going to be unscripted for us. It's going to just happen. And people are going to be there. Needs are going to be there. And Daddy, if we're going to be the, the arms, the feet, the mouth of Jesus, we need to say yes, and we need to be filled with your Holy Spirit. So Spirit of God, come right now. Minister to us. We welcome you. Come, come, come. Come and be with us, please. Come and be with us, please. We hope you encounter God and were inspired by this message today. To watch video of this message and other messages from Catch the Fire in Toronto, visit catchthefire.tv. Catch the Fire has churches, schools, events, missions and media all around the world. To find out more, visit catchthefire.com.